What's going on, YouTube? And I just welcome to uh, the cover price top 10. Look at that. How many lures does it take to count backwards from actually Man, 11? <laughs> and this week it's four. Uh, make sure you guys hit the uh, the other video we got dropping at seven. We're going to have all five lords on here unboxing KRS mystery boxes. That should be fun. That's going to be in a separate video so we can take a little 15, 20 minute intermission. Uh, but let's go break the ice a little bit, get you guys a little entertained. I know uh, how many of you out there are Wu Tang Clan? Well, guess what? I got some Wu for you. The baddest on the microphone apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme, often eyes are dropping a tear. It's so beautiful, it's America's landscapes. When this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat, I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats, lump of some like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind you. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals, befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. You're nervous as the impervious wordsmiths hanging out in Rafa's new crib come with the verses. Yeah. Yo, oh. Jimmy Woo! Wow, I was pulling cards out of air, out of thin Little air. do people know that he does spit bars, and he actually did. There was an album he was part of a group, and what's hilarious is another clip on YouTube where um, you, you ever seen that drop the mic show where celebrities battle rap yeah. each other, but yeah. typically they have people write raps for them. He did his own freestyle and he tore James Vanderbeek a new one. I can't believe I just could <clears> said <throat> James Vanderbeek in the same <laughs> sense. You mean Dawson? But, yeah, Dawson. He just he, he said something about Dawson's now you're up Shit's Creek or some shit like that. It's fucking absolutely hilarious. But there's go. You yeah. wanted some woo? You got Agent awesome. Jimmy Woo, oh, yeah. man. Agent Jimmy go. Woo. Part of the Wu Tang clan, the original members. Shout out to buddy in the live chat. Welcome to the Cup Price Top Ten. I got my crew with me. I won't introduce you to them because we don't have time, but this show is sponsored by our friends at coverprice.com. Go to coverprice.com, use discount code of nothing. So, sign up for a two-week free trial. Uh, and then if you like it, you just pay six ninety nine a month and you get all this valuable, great information. You can import your CLZ data database in there. So it's also sponsored by our friends at KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. I have a feeling you're going to see a bit of them. Join us tonight at 10 o'clock after the, after the in show. A, in an hour, we're going to do our uh, mystery unboxing of our KRS mystery boxes. So we'll see how that goes. So also sponsored by our friends at Rocket Comics. Tim, the Lord sent you. Get 20% off your first pressing order, be it one book or 100 books. And they were kind enough to give us uh, two slabs for the 6,000 subs giveaway. So if you're new to the channel, make sure you subscribe. Uh, cover price will also be giving away two six-month memberships. And we will also be giving away a KRS mystery box. So if we don't pull the grand prize, that mystery box that he, he's given to one of our viewers may have it. Uh, so there you go, man. So, uh, make sure. And if you're watching on the rewind, this show is live every day, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on YouTube. Cause now that the, we, I've been putting it up on SoundCloud and iTunes and Stitcher. We, I, I didn't realize that Spotify allowed me to just import my entire library. So oh, convenient. if you want to go back <laughs> and listen to some, uh, the, uh, Lord's show that was deleted unceremoniously Ooh. by YouTube, we have Got the audio. Uh, 
We have the audio receipts going back to 2018 over wow. on on Spotify. So just search Lords of Longbox on Spotify. I upload these cover price top 10 and the checklist on Spotify every the day after. So typically the next day you'll see it. So for those who are listening on the rewind, the live show is on Tuesday and you probably get the audio version podcast on Tuesday, a Wednesday. But if you're watching on the rewind and you want to catch live, hit us up on YouTube and see what we got. So once again, man, this is a cover price top 10 for the week ending February 7th. That is a Sunday. And this list you know what? I'm going to put the over-under on Star Wars books at three. Okay. Seems like, uh, over Seems under risky. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, hey, man, I'm, I'm here to gamble. Um, like the K- Kansas City Chiefs secondary. I had to say at least one, Joe. I had to say at least one. <laughs> so fresh. It's so fresh. <laughs> the wound that's, is still fresh. <laughs> but at least, hey, at least you had a good time. It was a batch party. You were your boy. So, you know, there was that. Yeah, you at know, least it, I don't actually know any Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. So I do not know a single one. Not, not one. Murfinator claims to be one, but he's just a he's just a Brady fanboy. So, you know, we'll go. Well, that. the thing was, it was, it, it, was a, it was a former Patriots. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl <clears throat> accompanied by a few Excuse me. Guy all choked up over there. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Anyway. I think we lost them. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll just continue on. So while he can uh, catch his. He's getting murdered behind the scenes. Grab a drink, man. (laughs) We'll talk about that later. So let's get right to it, boys and girls. As always, the top 10 has always got a runner up that almost breaks the top 10, but not quite there. And if you're playing at home. Starting off on a good foot, Star Wars, The High Republic, number two, the Ashley Witter, one in 25 variant. It's, it's Star Wars, High Republic, of course, everyone is all over the second issue. This variant sold 50 copies at a 70 trend of 80, 62% of highest sale of $90. Damn. Wow, and wow. a CDC mm-hmm. 345 for a 98 presale. Good wow. Lord have mercy. Yeah. However, due to everyone paying attention to this variant, the market flooded a bit and it took and it took a high January pre-sales 149 raw down to the current value trend of 60. So it was a high of 90, went all the way down, or 150 raw, all the way down to 60. Still solid for 125 though, so it just goes to show you about its supply and demand. Mm-hmm. So if you flood the market, then obviously there's more of them and they're going to sell for cheaper on eBay. So that's why whoever's hoarding those Marvel previews 95 is doing a pretty good job <laughs> of secretly uh, squirreling them out there like one copy every hey, now and then. They're not this isn't their first rodeo. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they ride more than rodeos. Oh. <laughs> oh all right. Dun dun. All right, let's get into it. All right, what do we got for number 10 boys and girls? So number 10, we have War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, number one. So this book came out in 2019, and at a recent press announcement for Disney Plus Singapore, a comment was made toward Kevin Feige that it was high time to get a Southeast Asian Marvel superhero on Disney Plus. Mr. Feige was quoted with the reply, I think it is, and I think you won't have to wait very long at all. We've announced a number of shows that we've got more in the works. This news sent speculators racing to Google to search Southeast Asian Marvel characters. <laughs> what, what a crazy <laughs> search. And found this series. It sold 37 copies, had a seven-day trend of 144%, and had a high sale of about $200 for a CGC 9.8. But if we're talking specifically Southeast Asian superheroes, we'll save you the trouble as the list is short. One of the few or only Southeast Asian superheroes in the Marvel Universe is Wave, the first Filipino superhero who makes her first appearance in this issue. Keep in mind that this team is mostly Korean and Chinese, 
So unless Feige just heard Asian and spoke bro- broadly, then this is probably a likely candidate. However, yeah. if there's a Southeast Asian team coming, then keep an ear slash eye out for Warriors of the Sky and if they'll ever have a first comic appearance from the Future Fight game. Well, you know, a lot of these characters appeared from the Future Fight game. If you think about Swordmaster, right? He they mm-hmm. they may appear in the games first. And I've always been high on Wave hey. and Agents of Atlas. It's, You've been pushing this book since yeah. 2019. The, the Philippines is a huge comic book crazy country. If the just the amount of comic book artists that comes from the Philippines is it's kind of amazing when you think about how many uh, Filipino artists? Then you think about In Huck Lee and all the mm-hmm. Korean artists. But you know, Southeast Asian does not mean China, guys. Okay, that's I mean, South- if you look at Mikey Sutton's Facebook page, all he has is Kate for Wave. I mean, he's yeah, pushing push that one hard, you know. So what, when Wave debuted as the first Filipina superhero in Marvel Universe, she appeared on the I think the Filipino Time magazine. That's how big the character was. So for those who really want to go deep the first southeast asian character is karma of the new mutants she was vietnamese yeah hmm. yep. there you go so if you want to do that that i believe that's marvel team up 100 his first parents karma although karma got snubbed in new mutants but you never know maybe she's coming back maybe he's referring to that but you know as a young vietnamese kid growing up i was like yo karma Come on now. Let me get some more of that. But uh, there you go. But you could tell they're expanding into these Asian markets. And, you know, but, uh, you know, it's not like it's not like, you know, not all Asians going to want a character just because they're Asian. Obviously, people like Shang-Chi, they see somebody like me. But, you know, Singapore, you know, Singapore has a closer ties to Chinese China than, you know, the rest of the countries because there's a lot of Chinese spoken in Singapore. I think Michelle Yeoh is from Singapore. Um, but then you have the countries like the Philippines, Thailand, uh, Vietnam, all these Southeast Asian countries, uh, you know, that they can do. And it's a huge market that they can tap into. I mean, like you said, like I said, tons of Filipino comic book artists. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if just thinking about this reminds me of the wave uh, covered by um, what's his name? Uh, Miko Siyuan, which mm-hmm. is a Filipino artist. And that was arguably one of the hottest variants for this. So War of the Realms, new Agents of Atlas, number one, and also has Jimmy Woo in it. And... I showed you Jimmy Woo at the beginning of this show. Yes, you did. Mm, all right. What do we got for number nine? Ooh, number nine. We got Black Panther, World of Wakanda, number one. This is the uh, Natasha uh, Bustos 50th anniversary variant coming out from Marvel in 2016. So Deadline reported this week that Black Panther Helmer Ryan Kogler states his proximity media banner to the five-year exclusive Disney t- television deal Wakanda series is in works for Disney Plus. This news has spread like wildfire among speculators with many Wakandan related storylines and characters seemingly increases in the sales of this book. While they weren't, many listed collectors actually jumped all over this variant, which did move 10 copies last week, had a seven day uptrend of 625% and a high sale for $79 for a CGC 9.6. Okay. Wow. From 2000. So here you go. Uh, Breaking. This is a spec book alert, and it's not this book, but I can tell you guys this, that from what I've been told from our, our my source, Mikey Sutton, uh, the world of Wakanda is going to be based um, mostly on the Dora Milaje. Uh, they will definitely be in it, so it could be a Dora Milaje thing. So I would say outside of this, another great book would be to get is the first appearance of the Dora Milaje, which are obviously probably going to be back in uh, Black Panther 2. Uh, but are the movie, but definitely uh, the Dormelage are going to be featured more, uh, more I guess, featured more heavily in the uh, world of Wakanda, from what I'm told. And it's going to be more like a 
world of Wakanda kind of spy thing. Remember how in the Black Panther they alluded to they have spies throughout the, yeah, throughout his, the world? Nakia and, was part of that team. Yeah, so what I'm hearing early on, the world of Wakanda is going to be kind of based on that and to show more of the Dormelage. Because who doesn't like the Dormelage? They were they were kicking ass, yo. I mean, you know, I was like some fine bald-headed bitches up in there, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, so number nine on the list is Black Panther, World of Wakanda. Number one, the Natasha Bustos, 50th. And I, have, I can be honest with you, I've never seen this book in my life. Really? Seriously. Yeah. All right. All right, we got for number eight. Ryan number eight is the amazing hey. Spider-Man number 55. Uh, so it looks like Pat Gleason announced another version of his cover. This time it's blue for those of you who like the blue color blue. This caused a short spike of interest in this first standard cover. It sold 74 copies. It had a seven day trend of 106% and had a high sale of $150 for a CGC 9.8. Damn. So remember Looks we predicted that they were going to go crazy with this. What didn't we see like a baby Yoda one and a Mandalorian one? Uh I could have swore I shared it I with saw you guys a Trump that. one. Yeah, yeah I, think I, I, saw... I shared it to you guys on Instagram that yeah, baby baby yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really work because you know Spider-Man is a web based, right? right? I mean, right. you know the whole thing. I mean, you know, but there's a Venom one. I mean, there's a you know Hey, if it works and collectors buy it up, why not keep on going to the well, right? I mean, that's just yeah. kind of the way comic books are. I still are, think you know? this one's the coolest. Especially maybe the, maybe the red one, but this one, I think, in my opinion. Especially the Virgin. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Virgin looks dope. I mean, uh, although I, I mean, although the black font, uh, black and white uh, font does work well with the with the cover and the, and the color scheme on this. With but, the webbing, uh, you know. Yeah. I was, I'm shocked this book is still on the list, to be honest with you, man. Uh, and this is just a regular variant for 150. There you go. Amazing Spider-Man number 55, The Last Remains. Will it still be on this list next week? We shall see. But it's in at number eight this week. What do we got for number seven? So number seven is kind of an interesting one, I think, based just kind of on the spec here. This is the Mighty Thor 459. So I know a lot of people out there have probably seen the recent set leaks of Chris Hemsworth as Thor in an outfit sporting a vest, similar to that of Thunderstrike. Well, we all know from the MCU, Thor really doesn't have like his Earth alter ego. And Thunderstrike's origin is a little more detailed than we'll go into here. But the alter ego of Thunderstrike was Eric Masterson. Eric first appeared in Thor number 391. But since Marvel did away with those alter egos, Eric's role in this film is probably non-existent. So collectors jumped straight to Thor number 459, which is the first appearance of Eric Masterson as Thunderstrike. So keep in mind, this cinematic connection will most likely only be via the outfit. Even more specifically, it's probably just the vest. So there you go. Vest spec. There you go. Sleepless (laughs) vest spec spec for uh, you guys. Uh, Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe down the road, but... And for Thor, Love and Thunder, it just may be like a cool Easter egg or something yeah, along those lines. Thinking. But, you know, but him actually appearing maybe down the road, you know, after Thor, Love and Thunder. You never know. It, I would say because remember, we had the Thor core a long time ago on our long term spec list. So I can see Thunderstrike and the Thor core, but that's down the road, boys and girls. That's Disney Plus way down the road. But that's why we have these long term specs, because nobody pays attention to them unless you watch our show. And then you can pick them up for cheap when we talk about it way before it actually uh, is announced. So there you go. Number seven on the list, the mighty Thor. 459. Who would have thunk that we would have Thor 459 on the list? All right. What's number six on the list? This looks cool. Yeah, I like this one a lot. This is uh, Lunar Number 1 from Boom Studios. Just came out. Uh, This is the Jenny Frizone version. 
the one in 25 ratio variant. The regular cover has this exact image just with the trade dress, but this is the one in 25. So Jennifer Zone obviously has tons of dedicated fans such as myself, but uh, you know, her work's absolutely gorgeous, but her work on this low print run, hard to find series, you know, is tough, but you know, then it hit the market and a lot of people were looking for it. So it did sell 18 copies last week, had a seven day uptrend of 515 percent high sale of $30 for a raw copy for this brand new series that just came out uh last week I believe or the week before yeah 2021 shout out to uh Michael Raphael with the Joe Dirt Thor joke the first one mm -hmm. <laughs> <I'm pretty> <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> gotta be Thor Dirt right or uh you know for those kids who don't know uh go check out the Joe Dirt movie that shit is hilarious uh with uh what's the name so the SNL dude. Adam Spade, David Spade, David Spade. Yeah. Joe Dirt. Oh, my God. All right. So uh, Luna number one from Boom Studios. Good to see some Indies on here. The Jenny Frizan, because I'm French, Virgin one in 25 variant. All right. What do we got? Uh, it's Jenny Frizan. Don't church it up, nun, son. No, <laughs> just like Andy Kubert. Come on. It's Jenny Frizan. <laughs> All right. What do we got for number five, Zach? Well, uh, oh, oh, no. No, that's uh, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. Go yep, ahead. Forever Maps number one. This is a Scout publication from 2019. In Scout's recent press release, uh, they announced Scout Comics and Entertainment is proud to announce that Forever Maps by Michael Agassi and Tador Histov is in development. Yeah, right. Is in development as a feature film with Josh Campbell and Matthew Stricken, known for uh, 10 Cloverleaf Lane. Adapting the the comic book, Matthew Goldberg, Igor Igor De Laurentiis. <laughs> These names gave you an easy one. Oh my God, Ira Napoleolio uh, from Lit, Lit Entertainment and Scout Comics are attached to produce. All right, say that five times fast. This so news helped another Scout book land in our top ten for a second week in a row. It sold twenty nine copies, had a seven day trend of three hundred sixty six percent. And had a high sale of $29 for a raw copy. There you go, man. Just another one of those things, you know. I mean, this one, I meant, you know, always, as we always say, be careful on these um, indie books that get optioned, um, especially if it's for the big screen. Because I think it's easier to get a small indie book for like Netflix or Amazon, you know what I mean? Amazon Prime. But to get it actually go through the studio and be released in theaters, that's uh, a get if you can. But, uh, there you go. Forever Maps. If you had this on your 2021 yeah, card, you starting off good so far. I've never heard of it, but the cover looks pretty damn cool. It's cool. Uh, I, I like the crow. Anybody, anybody know what this is about? Uh, no. Final Fantasy. Maps. Maps no. of some sort. Yeah, it's about maps that go on forever and a yeah. giant crow. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to have your input on the show, Ryan. Yeah, there, there, you there you go. <laughs> All right, so number five on the list is Forever Maps, number one from Scout Comics. What have we got for number four? Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> so number four, first off, it wouldn't be the comic book community if there wasn't a little drama. So here we go. We got Immortal Hulk, number 43, the Declan Chalvet Marvel versus Alien uh, Immortal Hulk issue. <clears throat> so here we go. Immortal Hulk number 43 took over a top 10 due to some controversy over anti-Semitic imagery. In one panel, Joe Fixit is in a jewelry store. In the window behind him, a poor depiction of the Star of David and the store name Jewelry in reverse. <laughs> Artist Joe Benet publicly apologized and stated that he simply misspelled the store name. Regardless, this caused an uproar forcing Marvel to offer an optional recall where stores could exchange these for corrected versions. 
Also notable is that all future reprintings will replace the panel with edited versions. This sent collectors racing to online stores to buy up copies, driving up price and demand. Sold 68 copies, had a seven-day trend of 251%, and had a high sale of about $35 for a raw copy. Vulture. However, the market has been flooded with copies, and prices have already come down to $15 for this cover. I would say that if Marvel just left it as what as is and didn't say we're going to come out and you know remove it, it, this book wouldn't have been on here. No, nope. right? it's it like the, just... it reminds me of the X Men. What was it? X Men Gold. That was mm-hmm. um, I don't know, a couple of years ago now. At this point, that had all that. Uh, what was it? Uh, I can't even remember the racist comment as well. Oh yeah, I remember the one they talked about. I think oh, it was a yeah. um um uh, 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 it was a uh, shirt about like some Middle Eastern uh, yeah it was a Muslim writer uh, artist right. who, who wrote it and it was a like a Muslim artist from like Singapore you know how one of those Muslim countries in in Southeast Asia hey we talk about Southeast Asia again but I would if 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 nobody would have said anything and just said eh, it's it's just an error but when they said they're gonna do future printings with it missing that I think immediately people thought oh it's a recalled comic you know so you know so maybe there there's some gold in there in their heroes but just remember be careful specking on negativity uh, you know uh, yep. I'm pretty sure uh, I don't know how many of you are still holding uh, copies <laughs> of the first appearance of Corona but you know that book was based <laughs> I call that negative spec because it was a book based on a horrible virus that killed people so there you go Immortal people like recalled f- stuff though yeah Immortal yeah. Hulk number 43 the D-Clan Shalvi Marvel versus let's just talk about Alien for a second look at that Alien looks a little skinny for Hulk there right I wonder I if know, the right? Alien I wonder if the alien's blood could actually break the Hulk's impenetrable skin. Well, look, mm. it does. Yeah, it's it's, cuts all over. It's cutting him ah, on the cover. There you go. He bleeds Imagine green. Alien even. having uh, breeding with a Hulk. Imagine what would happen with that. Jesus, wow. the world. What was that movie where? It was one of the movies where a predator and an alien, they had like a hybrid of them. Do you remember that one? It was one yeah, of the it was Predator Alien movies. versus Predator 2, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think it, there, yeah. there was one that was just called like Predators or something like that. There's, <laughs> I, you know, some of those films are somewhat awful, but if it comes on TV, I'm like, fuck it. I'll hey, watch man, it. the original is the go to for me still alien to this day. Aliens? Alien or Aliens? Oh, Predator with uh, oh, predator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get to the chopper. All right. But so aliens for me. Aliens over aliens. Oh, yeah. Aliens. Yeah, it was much more action packed, but alien is still kind of creepy. That's a slow it. burn. It's a good one. Yeah. Slow burn. Smoke that. All right. Mm-hmm. So, number four on the list is Immortal Hulk number 43, The Declan Shelby. What do we got for number three? Well, uh, it's the same book, just a different cover. This is the main cover, the Alex Ross one. So, of course, all the covers have that controversial panel, but the Alex Ross one beat out. The Aliens one, uh, of course, it sold 167 copies last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 139%, with a high sale of actually $62 for a raw sale. But it, uh, one hungry buyer dove into that one headfirst. Uh, we confirmed that it was not a bulk sale. However, due to flooding, it has settled back down to the $15 price point like the other cover. $62 somebody spent on this. But Oof. you know what? It's yeah. Alex I Ross. This, I have this issue. It's a great issue. Too. I mean, the cover's cool, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe uh, it'll be an auction on the, this Friday, boys and girls. Oh. Uh, this Friday, we'll be having a Lords of the Long Box auction celebrating the Lunar New Year, year of the ox or the bull, because we like to keep it as a bull market. It's a bull market, baby. There you go. All right. So uh, number three on the list, Mortal Hulk number 43. This is the Alex Ross cover. Still, I still dig Alex Ross to this very day. All right. Oh, me too. 
Hopefully, we change it up with number two. And for those playing the over and under at home, you think uh, it was over under Star Wars books at three. We have one so far. So this is your make or break issue. What is it? Uh, we have Black oh. Panther World of Wakanda number one. As noted above, Disney is developing a Wakanda series and collectors immediately ran to this series as a reactive response to the news announcement. There are a bunch of key characters to focus on uh, with a few in this issue. For now, take your time and pick up cheap Black Panther books from $1 and back issue bins. This issue still sold 65 copies and it had a seven day tre trend of 491% and had a high sale of $38.40 for a raw copy. Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah, my my camera. Yes, sir. My camera went out, but hey, you guys don't need to see me. Uh... You know, this 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 Black Panther stuff. It's I don't know. It's kind of crazy to me because years ago, Black Panther couldn't hold his own title. They had like a nine issue series, and they they killed it. And then it's just like the death of Chadwick Boseman, and all these books are hot. It's I don't know, man. And I'm not I'm not about it to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is at least you know Ryan Coogler is uh, going to be doing the show. Um, and if you're reading the tea leaves, um, uh, look at the Michael B. Jordan interview from Time Magazine, uh, and I'll just leave it at that. So, um, and also there's also been rumors about the. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, there's a show on Netflix. My my lady's all about it. It's called Bridgerton or Bridger or some shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you're right, Bridgerton. So the uh, African American lead in that has been in talks to play somebody in the Black Panther two movie. And Ooh. I'll just say it's uh, look for Black and Panther black and white covers. That's all I'm saying. Maybe oh, look hint, at my hint. look at my Instagram. Maybe from a while ago, I was. Could talking it be about like a shot of just like legs or something? Casper the Friendly Ghost. But anyway, <laughs> shout out to Amazing <laughs> Murfinator. Screw the Tomics. Let's talk Marvel cards. Hey, cards. I'm surprised Murph hasn't rubbed it in about his boy Tom Brady yet, but congratulations to you, Murph, even though you're a Patriots fan and you're, you're man boy. I mean, I guess he is the goat for now, but you know, we can have that conversation for another day. I still it's think better. Joe Montana's the, Joe Montana's the goat because he played with full on concussions back in the back when you can actually hit quarterbacks. And uh, if you fart on Tom Brady, you'll get a 15 yard penalty, but I'll just leave it at that. So amazing. Murphinate. Appreciate the $5 super tat. Uh, I would talk Marvel cards. I just don't know, if, know enough about him, but that man, we should do a show about, you know, things that people are didn't what didn't you guys just show me beanie babies or two yeah, yeah. Or, looks like uh, i said so that and then are, uh somebody put and then you posted it in the uh in the group chat yeah beanie okay. babies are going up time to sell it's all nostalgia it's all I'm just nostalgia. waiting for pogs to come back uh, <laughs> yeah. garbage pail kids uh i don't know what other thing that was super collectible uh teddy ruxpin balls i don't know yeah. uh what else was huge back then but that's just it's just it's this it's the year of nostalgia people just i mean it, those did those marvel cards just pop out of nowhere right out of nowhere and i dusted off my little folder and we'll see what i got because i'm ready to sell 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 i have an i have a psa 10.0 for a ghost rider uh, chromium but it was a 1995 so basically what i'm going to do because uh, the way there's a video I was watching, this guy was talking about. He goes, he goes, as everybody's buying up the ones from 1990, now the prices are going up for the ones from 90, 91 and 92. So I'm waiting for the price to go up on 95, and then I'll send. <laughs> but be very careful because only PSA tens are are what's really moving the market, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's equivalent of 9.8s, I guess, uh, because PSA tens are 
are the equivalent of a 9.8 in the world of card collectibles. But you know what else I was thinking? Star Wars cards. Remember those? All those cards. All of them. Dude, yeah, I used to love insane. the Star Wars cards. And remember, if you flip them over on the back, they made like a giant picture. Uh, you had to collect it. And there was always a stick of really old-ass gum inside. Of it. I mean, I think there was A-team cards at one point. Like, there was cards yeah. for every TV show in the 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah. But the Star Wars cards, I mean, if you think about it, it came out 77, 78. I think those are the ones that really kicked it off. I mean, maybe someone in the live chat knows something about card collectibles. Are Star Wars cards still the uh, the thing the in thing i mean we all know about uh baseball about cards pokemon and, cards and Yu-Gi-Oh and well magic. those are, those are worth money based on the games aren't they mm-hmm. all that yeah, magic but shit but they're not really based off of perfect grades either because i think there's like really rare like one-offs yeah. inside those decks right uh, yeah like you can get like super powered sorcerer whatever i don't right. know man. i don't know what those are but i think those game those game decks are worth money because of the rarity of the cards, right? Yeah. So we went from uh, comic those books. Marvel cards definitely aren't rare. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. So we went from Marvel. We went from uh, video game slabs to now uh, Marvel card slabs. What's the next thing? Uh, I meant, you know. But remember, it has to be something you can slab. So maybe movie posters or something, because well, CDC they're... does that too. Yeah, they do do that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, records, records. I need the toy market to come back. Yeah slab a record there you go that would be cool because mm. the just the album art itself is pretty cool but uh, right. then you're like damn i want to play that record <laughs> oh you want to read a comic book too right <laughs> all right so number two on the list is well you know just like records hell you can find them anywhere but it's just the sound of vinyl that's you know the thing that you want to do Ooh, it's, it's interactive when you play a record you actually have to lift up the needle number two on the list black panther world of wakanda number one from 2016 all right what do we got for number one Immortal Hulk number 43, the Joe Bennett homage variant. That is a gnarly ass cover. That so is a cool, as cool we cover. as we've been saying, of course, the artist at the center of the controversy is Joe Bennett. Due to this, collectors focus on this variant the most. It sold 85 copies, had a seven-day trend of 400 percent at a high sale of $71.19. That's definitely an eBay sale, $71.19, for a high-grade raw copy. Market flooding has brought this down to its current price of $20. So somebody spent $71, and because the market flooded, now it's only worth $20, and that's the danger of this type of spec. Um, you got to be careful. Uh, put a full screen now. And uh, I think... I talked to the guys, and I think we're either going to do a podcast uh, or, or do a video on when to sell, when to hold, and things of that nature, right? Especially based on news. Like, if we just heard Kevin Feige have this, just a little blurb about Southeast Asia, and books started flying off the shelf. Uh, and, you know, that's a book that I would say, hold. They, this Hulk book. That's something I would say flip the same day because you could tell people who wanted to uh, pay a little bit extra for it. So uh, sometimes it's not worth grading. You have to strike while the, the the hammer is hot, as they say. So, you know, don't if you because if you grade it, even what a fast track, you know, three, four weeks. By that time, you can already tell this list came out. Yeah. We had a high it's sale a and it's already settled list. down to twenty dollars. So. But it's kind of cool, man. I remember when we first started doing this list. Immortal Hulk was on this list for totally different reasons, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, so it's very interesting and on how that goes. So there, look at that, boys. We kept this to a nice tight 32 minutes. Uh, make sure I'm going to drop the link in here. We're going to go take uh, some refreshments. Uh, we're going to come back. 
Otto's going to be with us. We're going to be uh, like two cups, two girls, one cup. We're going to do uh, five lords, <laughs> six boxes. <laughs> so uh, there, the iron is hot. The hammer's hot too. So, you know, same thing. Oh, look at Brian. You want to show yours now? Psych. All right, so we'll be back in 30 minutes, guys, and it's going to be in a different video because uh, for those watching a rewind, I upload these on podcasts. You don't want to see an, a listen to an unboxing podcast. Mm -hmm. So uh, we will see you guys in about um, 30 27 minutes. 27 minutes. 30 minutes, right? So uh, make sure you guys check it out. It's going to be fun. We haven't opened up our boxes yet. They've been melting in our hands. We've been wanting to do it. So. I will leave you guys with a little uh, some some uh, on the way out. So uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out, y'all. Everybody. Later. If you're happy and you know it's after time. If you're happy and you know it's after time. If you're happy and you know it, and you really wanna show it, are you happy? Hell yeah. Around your throat and leave it choking. I'm able to ride the wall for 100 miles of style. I'm out a minute. I never flexed the muscle, but I flexed the microphone like I was on a sports up. lyric. I like the crowd like the ladder. And wrap around around the world like the rings around Saturn. Bet you never hear the same rhyme pattern twice. I got more spice than occasion. Quick mix tighter than the eyes on the Asian. I don't exaggerate. Damn, I'm great. Some call me Steve, cause I'm so young. I can hide them around, but I can carry the weight. Whether a pound or a ton.